That we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, or the years condemn. With the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we shall remember them, lest we forget. Episode 8 of the Benchwarmers. I am your host, Sean. I am joined by my co-host, Daniel and Storky. How are you, Daniel? Yeah, great. Thanks, Sean. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What about you, Storky? Yeah, I'm great. Had a great weekend. Um, went ice skating with the family, so avoided any broken bones, which yeah. was Yeah, unlike a Slingshot over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would have come back with about 30 broken bones. Yeah, yeah I'm the only one that gets hit by the injury stink on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope no one else gets injured, otherwise yeah. we're coming from you. Coming for you, buddy. <laughs> um, some good news to start off the show. Let's start off the show with some good news. Alex and Tegan McKinnon had twins yesterday. Audrey Jill and Violet John, born on the 26th of the 4th. Well, that's nice. Hmm. Yeah, well, while we're talking about good news, you know, yep. we'll let the good times roll. Um, uh, I heard a bit of a story today, um, actually. So, I like stories. Uh, it's a tale of a, um, a football team mm-hmm. called the Inverell Hawks. Yep. So what basically happened is they're a football, local football team from up their area. Um, uh, they haven't been able to play in the last couple of seasons because of COVID and before that because of the drought. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this weekend coming up, they had their first game back in 900 days. Wow. And they had New Jersey's planned and the New Jersey's are stuck um, overseas or something because of COVID. Of course. Yep. So Maybe they're stuck in the channel. Ah, in the old, stuck in uh, somewhere. Yeah. But um, they've put the SOS out mm-hmm. and our beloved Bedsy. Badiris well yep. has come to the rescue and he's actually supplying them jerseys for this weekend so they can play the game. So Well done, Bedsy. So well heads done. up to Bedsy. That's um, awesome work. But we yep. don't really expect much less from Bedsy. He's a good bloke. He is. Yeah. Absolute legend um, of the club 
on yeah. and off the field. Yeah. Um, now, I, I made the trip down. I was the only one of the three of us that made the trip down to Penrith uh, on Thursday night. It's the first time I've ever been to uh, Blue Bet Stadium. Mm. Um, I, was, I was quite impressed. It's has that suburban ground feel. You've been there before, Dan, yes. haven't you? Yes. It has that uh, suburban ground feel. Uh, it's 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 very nice ground. Mm. Actually, I liked it that much. Just wait till you see who I give the Darius Award to this week. Mm. I don't know if I've given it away there or not. The anticipation, but man. Anticipation, exactly. Now let's start with the stats. Why don't we? Yeah, how much you love them? Call me Stat Man. Uh, not really a stat, but twenty-four to six. Uh, that scoreline didn't really reflect the game. I don't nah, think. No, nah, I agree. Um, the stats will. Panthers, 55% possession to the Knights, 45. They completed 40 of 49 sets compared to our 34 from 42. Metres absolutely smashed us in the metres, 2,289 to our 1,661. Wow. Post-contact metres, again, absolutely smashed us, 763 to 494. Now, we got him in tackles made. Yeah, we made more tackles. Go us. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good thing, but yeah, yeah go us. Um, we made 432. Like, that's a huge number. That's yeah. massive. To their 396. Now, I was having a look at um, the stats earlier today um, of our games throughout the whole year. Yeah. The, round one, we just made over 300 tackles against the Warriors, just over 300. Compare that to 432. Mm. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Braley made 65 of those tackles. That's oh, a big huge. effort. That's a huge effort. Yes. Um, Brian To'o. Did I say it right this yes. time? Yes. Yep. Good. You taught me well last week. Yes. Mm. And, and if you're wrong, I'll take the blind. Do you hear that? Go <laughs> after him, not me. Um, anyway, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, here's, here's one stat that I think needs looking at. Now, we're coming third in the completion rate this year behind the Warriors on 84% and the Bulldogs and us on 80 I guess you could say we're equal second. Uh, we are coming second in penalties conceded, but in the good way. We've only conceded 17. Um, the team coming first are the Panthers on 13, but we have made the most tackles. Uh, we have 2,643. Um, the Dragons are in second with 2,578. Now, what I want to know, um, we have the third best completion rate. Um, so we're not dropping the ball. Um, we're the second best in penalties, so we're not giving away penalties. Yet, we're making the most tackles. So, I think maybe our set restarts are killing us there's and got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be someone's got to be accountable for this. I agree, Tuvi. I totally agree. Uh, Absolutely agree. I uh, think we're getting robbed. Uh, yeah, because you can look at it in those both ways, really, can't you? Like we're making a lot of tackles. You know, mm -hmm. we're coming first. Yay, that's awesome. But then on, on the flip side, we're putting yourself into position yeah. to make that many tackles. Exactly. Yeah. And and I have a theory on this. Mm -hmm. uh, when they. Uh, change the uh, offside and ruck infringements to a six again instead of a penalty. In last season, that would have been a penalty. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you've got games where there's a 4-0 penalty, penalty count, uh, but a 5-3 set restart, mm. that's a 8-3 penalty count. 
in the olden days. So yeah. But um, actually, I wanted to ask you, Sean, because mm-hmm. you were the, obviously the only one that went down there. What was the atmosphere like down there? Because um, I know, thanks to uh, Matty Crockle, that he's given us the crowd numbers of 16,110. And on thanks TV, that, Matty. Yep. on TV, it looked like pretty full. There's a few little bare areas, but it looked pretty packed. Though. What was the well, atmosphere like? You know, earlier in the week, they were saying it was sold out. Allocation had sold out. Mm. Um, I managed to get in on the second allocation of tickets. Never officially sold out, but I think it was pretty close. Um, and I have to say, there was a lot more. Obviously, it's in Penrith on a Thursday night, but yeah. there wasn't that many night supporters there. I was oh, quite shocked no. walking in the gates. You'd see, I don't know, maybe a group of three, four Knights fans together, um, but there was no, no blue and red army. There was, there was nothing. You had. Um, um, Damien McFarlane and his mum and, and, and that, yeah. that, that yeah. good group of supporters. You had them um, kind of in, in their quite large group. They got a Newcastle yeah. chant going at one stage. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hill had splatters of colour. And then basically the grandstand I was in was the one where, did you see old mate when um, Ponga's, <laughs> Ponga's lining up the kick and they're yeah, absolutely did. giving it to him yeah, and yeah. Ponga kicks it over and then old mate stands up and he's the yeah. only one standing up? Yeah, that whatever was, that is, I don't know if you watch a show, but props. props. Well, yeah. they, they, they put it out on the Knights pages, on the Mighty Knights and Die Hard pages, who is this legend, let's yeah, buy him yeah. a beer. He never came forward. Oh, you Mate, go. you've got about 5,000 beers waiting for you in Newcastle <laughs> and you're, you're not going to claim them. Um, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. The, one, the one thing I noticed, uh, we had a question in the ball bag last week about mm. when, whether we should get a new Anzac jersey. Right. We, we haven't had one since 2016. Yeah, and I believe I said that it was because of um, we weren't playing on the Sunday. Yes, mm. yes. And, but the Panthers had an Anzac jersey. They did. I don't know. Um, they had um, Australian and New Zealand flags. Yeah, on they. Their... Yeah, they had an, the Australian on one side, and the New Zealand on the other, and then yeah. their red strip yeah. across here was was poppies. But, being yeah. a being a jersey collector, when I saw that, I'm at home just quietly hulking up because you know. Yeah. I've been looking yeah. forward to a new Anzac for ages, and they're O'Neills as well. Exactly. They're the same, they're the same brand. Exactly. Don't us. you think O'Neills might have like you know tapped the knights yeah. on the shoulder and said. You know they're doing an Anzac jersey, like yeah, it's just weird. Exactly, but, but it's it's an Anzac round, so yeah. why you don't have to have a new one every year? Wear the same one a few years in a row, but I think yeah. every team should wear one. Yeah, like, exactly. exactly. Now, Storky, you you are one of Newcastle's biggest uh, jersey collectors, I would say. Now, let me ask you this question: You, you kind of um, well, I, I guess you don't pay a lot of attention, but you kind of see a lot of other jersey collectors of other teams. And would you say that Newcastle have the most sought-after jerseys? Oh, yeah, the Newcastle, the prices. Like for, I'm going to do a stalky stuff on it sooner um, coming yep. up in future episodes. But just the prices on the Newcastle jerseys, especially not even just the old jerseys. like They yep. have skyrocketed. But um, just any of the jerseys, even the newer ones, have gone up a lot. Exactly. So um, my, my question to you, if you, the new, if you are the Newcastle Knights... Why are you not pumping out money makers yes. in the form well, of jerseys? You see, any time like recently, the um, Heritage jersey they released. As soon as they released it's, that, didn't it sell out on release or something? Yeah, like, not even released pre-orders. Yeah, that's just, sorry, that's yeah. what I meant. Pre-orders yeah. sold just out. Just the buzz, the buzz on the night sites and things was how good this. I'm getting it. Yeah, you know, it's I don't mm. know what's happening at the moment. Like in my time collecting, 
I've seen it just rise and get more popular. Yeah. Which is great for like older collectors like Link and myself and those other guys because our collections have gone woo in value. <laughs> Not that I'd ever sell them. But um, yeah, I don't understand it either. So good question. Mm. Now, let's um, let's look at this one, one moment in the game I, I want to talk about. The attacking brilliance in this set piece. Um, well, I guess it wasn't really a set piece. It was more ably football. Mm. Um, Ponga makes a break, as he does. Gives it the best, who gives it to Musgrove, who catches it off his ankles. Um, I don't know if you remember the one I'm talking about here. Um, who gets it inside to Watson, who gives it to Braley, who gives it to Mann, who ends up putting a grubber in goal, and we get a set re- reset. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um mm. That was like we were talking about last week because we were talking last week about Toa. Uh, Toa. Um, yeah, it was, was it? No, Chuala. Yeah, Chuala's kick infield that man ended up scoring off. Mm. We were sitting there saying the same thing I'm talking about now, where it's this flashy football that the Knights haven't had since, you know, mm. a Jared Mullen or something like that, where we're down. We just need to throw the ball around and see what we can produce. Yeah. And so many other teams do it so well. Like the Panthers did it oh, numerous times. Exactly. Uh. Um, for the second week in a row, that has blown me away. When we have yeah. played flashy footy, and it's worked. It's oh, yeah. I don't know why we don't do more of it. Yeah, shown yeah. it in patches. Mm. I but, don't know if the game's going away from that, but then again, that kind of contradicts what I just said. You see, other teams still doing it. Mm. So. But you know, o- O'Brien is huge on defence. You'll hear him mm. say it week after week after week after week. We are focusing on defence. Do you think it's maybe time to just... Have you seen... Do you remember The Longest Yard? Not the original one, the one with Adam Sandler? Yeah. Um, and the guards flood their their training thing and they go, what are we going to do? We're going to do some schoolyard bullshit. Um, or whatever, whatever he says. But that to me is maybe what we've got to bring back a little bit. Yeah. Let's bring back. Terry Crews is in that movie and he's like sneaking cheeseburgers. Oh, cheeseburger Eddie, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Um, I will ask you guys, Bart, um, Mm -hmm. what did you think of that Burton try? Um, Do you think it was a forward pass? Because from where I was sitting, which is at home in front of the TV, Mm. and even on the replay that I watched it, what we do for the show, uh, looks a bit forward to me. Well, my opinion is probably the same of, uh, of Luai's. He passed that ball to Burton... And I think he knew straight away that it had gone forward mm. because he passes it, Burton straight through, and straight away he's looking looking to his right to the referee. He turns and looks to his left, obviously, at the touchy, mm. waiting for them to blow the whistle and say forward pass. Yeah. Um, and then you also see a shot of Kalen Ponga just standing there with his arms up like this. Because yeah. he's he thinks the same thing, and he's not even in line with the ball. He's back on the on his on his goal line. Yeah. Um, it was yeah, miles forward that yeah. one. Yeah. Um. Now ten six and half time. Um. That that's that's pretty good. Um. You know, we're we're in it, but we're just not competitive in attack. Like I was just saying, mm. with with that flashy football, mm. um, that's good for one off moments, but. Not good for a whole 40 minutes. Yeah, and that comes back to what you were saying about O'Brien being big on defence. Defence, yep. Um, I, I think his, his, his biggest statement is always just work on your defence and, mm. and attack will come. Well, and, when does our attack come? Yeah, I'm still exactly. waiting for it. Um, it is hard too with Pierce being out though, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I'll get to, get to a couple more stats oh. a little later. But yeah. uh, an interesting... 
uh, stat that I've got for you, Sean. You're mm-hmm. usually the stat man, but I'll throw a stat at you. Uh, Adam O'Brien never used um, Josh King or Brody Jones for at, at all in that first half. Yeah, I, I, I did notice that. I thought it was a bit, a bit weird. Um, against a team like Penrith, where I, I, I feel you need you need every man. Mm. You need every man going into battle. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, maybe maybe leave one of them off, maybe. Yeah. But to only play two bench players in that first half, um, yeah, I mm. I don't know. But then again, he could have played them, and the score could have been twenty to six. We 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 yeah. don't really know. So, but the Panthers knew they were in a game, but like you know, if, oh, yeah. if any like they they are, and after watching that performance and that they are the benchmark in the season at the moment. Once yeah. again, oh, same as last year, yeah. but they knew they were in a game. Like it was only ten six at halftime, like you said. Mm-hmm. And one bit that cemented that for me was when they got the penalty uh, and they yep. were chose to go for two. It came yep. down yes. from um, from Ivan, and it came down and said, "Yep, two. Because you could see um, Cleary's on the field, clearly not wanting to mm. take take the two yep you know and right. yeah they just went um end up having to take the yeah, two which is smartest a, thing to do yes but yeah a lot of respect shown to newcastle yeah to, to me for the coach to be sitting there and only take the two in that situation that's uh newcastle are defending pretty well let's just take yeah. the two and also the fact that it was um uh, 10 what was it um there wasn't a, the score was up until about what, 62? 60, yeah, 62 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, 62 minutes or something. Like, it was oh. only, it didn't blow out until later in the game. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Brayden Musgrove was really good under the high ball. Yes. Oh, that, oh, that first mark. Oh, yeah. I thought, like, I'm an AFL fan myself. Like, mm. I like the Swans. I think he thought he was playing for the Swans well, or something that first that's, one. That's what I thought. I thought maybe I'd gotten lost because I said I'd never yeah. been been out there to Penrith before. Maybe I'd gotten lost and ended up in like a Western Sydney Giants yeah. or whatever they're called. Thought he was game. Buddy, he thought he was Buddy Franklin from yeah, the Swans yeah. going up for a going up for I the thought ball. I was at the wrong sport for a moment. But it was yeah. nice, buddy. He tried to do it again in the second half and it didn't come off, but he, someone did mm, running to him. So. Yeah. Really. Question, question I want to throw, throw at you fellas. Um, I, I don't really know... 100% of the, the, the new ruling, the new break rule on the scrums. Mm. But I would assume that if there is a break call and you're not allowed to, as a defender, break from the scrum before the call of break, to me it should be the same ruling for the attacking side that they can't still be holding on to defenders after the call of break. Yeah. Because their try, not long after what Storky was just talking about before, um, they're, they're still holding on to our players at the end of the scrum. The scrum then turns 45 degrees to the left and they have one last drive. Now, that one last drive takes out Clemmer on the other side of the scrum, Ponga, who's at uh, Watson, who I believe was at the back of the scrum. Mm-hmm. The only person that could break from the scrum and try to get to one of the quickest men in the NRL, um, Dylan Edwards, was Daniel Safidi. He was the mm. only person able to break a scrum yeah. and try and get that person because they have held on to us, yeah. turned the scrum, and had one last push. How, yeah. how, is, how is that not looked at by the bunker? The is, old scrums, oh. the scrums, like, they really have to be looked at. It's um, going back mm. to Tuvi. Um, <laughs> but like I even heard on the way up here on I'm um, Talking Sport um, mm. to record this, they said that um, there was a game on the weekend 
where a team won the scrum against the feed and they said that it looked like the ref was shocked. Like, I'm not sure what to do here. And the, and it looked like the team that lost that was like, hang on mm. a sec. You're not allowed to do that. Like, it yeah. was just like that strange that it happened. Yeah. But yep. scrums, ah, there's still like a yeah, I'd, still a weird part of our game. Yeah. I, I think that's almost why they take trying to take it out is because yeah. they. I don't think the NRL know what they're doing when it comes to scrums. Well, yeah. well, that's my point. I, I think they've got this half-pregnant position where... You know, they on the one hand they want to get rid of scrums, but yeah. on the other hand they want to encourage scrums. So yeah. yeah, like I understand you don't want it to become rugby where you know the ball goes in and I would say ninety eight percent of the time there's a penalty yeah. blown. Um, but I feel like it's going down the opposite path of something happens, no one knows what to do. Oh well, just keep playing. Who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I I reckon you just get rid of the scrum and just have a. Play the ball or tap. That's well, it's, my it, it's working when yeah. the ball goes into touch. Well, I, yeah. I, I don't mind when the balls go when the ball goes into touch and it comes back in as play the ball. Yeah, like yeah. I, I haven't missed the scrum that much. No. Do you feel um also that um Green's kicking game has been a little bit subpar? Mm, like yes. Still. Yes. Every now, week we say it's going to like warm up and he's going to maybe yeah. just warming up, getting more into you know rhythm of the game, but mm. then. Yes. See, I think, I feel that Green's kicking on the weekend. Now, he made a lot of kicking meters. I don't don't remember what it was. I think it was up near 900 kicking meters to there around 500. Um, Green was doing the opposite of a Mitchell Pierce. When Mitchell Pierce puts up his midfield bombs that everyone hates, like we have discussed, they go about 30, maybe 40 meters, but they're high enough and short enough that our defenders can get there and yeah. their player doesn't have much room to work with. Now you watch Blake Green. Blake Green will put it up. He'll he'll hoik it, but it will go 50, 50 meters or more. Yeah. And it will isolate someone like a Brian Toa. Toa. Mm. And he will just run it back. And with his post contact meters that he's produced this year, he's going to run through no matter who you put there. Um, so yes, Green's kicking game to me was off on the weekend. As much as the kicking game, yeah. the kicks were long, they were too long. Like as mm. much, like I think Green still has a lot of improvement in him, but, um, mm. he, he's a, he's a good player. Um, but yeah, it'll be good yeah. to get Mitchell Pierce back. Yeah. We, we mentioned before, uh, that, uh, Josh King and Brony Jones were never used in the first half. So, uh, Josh King was never used at all. Yeah. So, and and he, and we had that when uh, AOB never used Brody Jones for two mm. games in a row. That's the first two so games exactly. What is the benefit what, of that? What, what is happening? Mm. It, that's and Josh King has good tackle efficiency. Yes, I remember looking at Kingy's stats for the first few games because Kingy's very, um, you know, there's a lot of people who b- like to bash Kingy online. Yeah. Um, so I, I pay a little bit of close attention to his stats just to see if he can one-up them in the stat game. Yeah. And his tackle efficiency for the start of the season was unbelievable. So if O'Brien's talking about you know defence, 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 he's kept off one of our best defenders. Now, in saying that, though, I think last week he did give away about three set restarts and a penalty or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that side of his defence wasn't so so good last week. So maybe... O'Brien was, you know, trying to keep that down. Uh, But I don't know. But I want to go back to another stat. 
and I want to go back to our to our mate Mitchell Pierce, who we were just talking about a couple of minutes ago, um, and people bashing people online. Everyone bashes Mitchell Pierce at the moment, but I want to throw this out. Our winning percentage when Mitchell Pierce is on the field is forty nine percent. Now I'm not saying that's good, but what I'm saying is it's forty nine percent when Mitchell Pierce is on the field. When Mitchell Pierce isn't on the field, our winning percentage is twenty three. Mm. You can't tell me that player is not valuable to your team. Yeah, mm. stats don't lie. That that mm. stat in particular does not lie. And uh, and it's like back when we had Andrew Johns, and I'm not comparing the Mitchell Mitchell Pierce to Andrew Johns. No, but um, I'm a big Piercey and, fan, but no, I I, I wouldn't yeah. even do that. <laughs> but um, our winning percentage was sky high when Joey was on the field, and yep. then when. He was off the field. I think it was like something in the twenty percent or, or something. Yeah. To that effect, it was. Yeah. The only time that might have varied was maybe ninety-seven, because mm. he was out for a while and yeah. Um, yeah. Leo stepped in. Yeah, Leo stepped up. Mm. But um, I tell you, we're saying stats don't lie. You know, something else doesn't lie. What's that? A good palm off to the face or oh. chest. <laughs> yes. So that's yes. Um, uh, talking of that. That's actually my key moment of the yep. week. That's yep. why um, I put it in my Anzac video yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. to you know. Start off the show when he was like, I remember watching at home and he's running down. I'm like, Oh, no, he's gonna get you know, he's gonna get in here. And then that big fend off, yeah. And then he's just like, Didn't I was in a bit of amazement. (laughs) Then I started cheering, but it was like, How good was that? Yeah, he didn't get anywhere near him in terms of the Penrith defender, Mm. in terms of tackling. No, Dylan Mm. Edwards was not even close. You don't see that as many good fend offs these days, really, do you? No, Mm. no, you don't. They're they're hard to come by these days. Um, now, let's let's jump into our Darius Award this week because, like I said, um, you know, after my first trip down to Penrith, I've I've had to give it to someone. So here it is, this week's Darius Award. All right. So this week's Darius Award, boys. Um, unfortunately, I'm giving it someone close to home. I'm actually giving it to home. I'm giving it to McDonald Jones Stadium. Oh, oh. Mac and Jays. Yeah, what have they done? I, I feel really bad. Like, I feel like they might not let me in on yeah. Saturday night. Um, now, if you're, if you're a drinker of the alcohol, mm-hmm. if you enjoy the alcohol like we enjoy Steel City, yeah. um, you'll notice that there's only mid and light strength alcohol sold at McDonald Jones Stadium. Not out at Penrith. Nah. Now, there is a reason why they are off their face. Full strength <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, you and, can tell it was full strength oh, by a few of the videos. Um, the, the, yeah, there was old one. Old mate with his missus on his back singing um, a great rendition of the old Bon Jovi song. <laughs> he was living on a prayer. That is that is for sure. He was. He was going for it. Now, I, I don't want to you know, drink responsibly and all, all that type of you know the messages. Yeah, yeah definitely. But... I don't know, it was kind of just refreshing. It, it took it's me back to, you know, we were talking weeks ago about the old hill at, McD- at, at well, back then, Marathon, right. um, you know, and those rowdy-type days in the crowd. It brought that back. Yeah. Like, it was it was nice. It so was refreshing. you had that full strength, that first sit-down. Oh, down I was, you know, I, you, um, unfortunately, I, I wasn't on the Steel City. I had to had to have the Tui's new. Oh, they'll work up to the Steel City, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's going to be everywhere. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm drinking my um, full strength Tui's new. Um, and you and first sip just, and you're oh, like, this is it refreshing. Was, it, was nice. it, it was nice. It was heaven. I was mm. refreshed. Unlike, you know, 
what, what Iron Jack and stuff like that at McDonald Jones where it's half strength and you're like, oh, someone's put a bit too much water in this one. Mm. Um, so, yes, that's... It sort of doesn't stop some fans. They must drink like 7,000 of them. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you see how some fans go around at the games. But yeah. So, yes, that's my Darius Award this week. Um, unfortunately, I'm, I'm sorry, McDonald Jones. Um, please let me... In on Saturday night. Dead set going to walk past going to the toilet or something and see like Sean you're just banging on the gate. See- <laughs> <laughs> or like I'll, be, I'll be walking to my seat and you'll just see this big hessian sack just get like over yeah. my head and just get dragged out. I was out. thinking more of the scene out of Ghostbusters, you know, where he's on Tully's like hitting on the, because the dog's going to eat him. <laughs> and everyone's just ignoring him. That'd be yeah, me. Uh, that'd be me. Uh, um, talking about let me in, let's let in a good mate Lincoln from the Knighted. Lincoln, how are you, mate? Good boys, how are we doing? All right, good. How was your weekend? Yeah, actually, had the uh, we had the long weekend up here, so you did. Can't complain. Went 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 to a good dawn service, mate. So um, yeah, no, I had a good long weekend. Can't complain. Very good. Um, Now, United player this week. Who who have you uh, given it to this week? Yeah, well, look, it's his first one. He's come mm. close a couple times, picked up a few points, but look, um, I couldn't go past Kurt Mann. Um, yep. Just his overall enthusiasm, the game. Look, he led tackle breaks. He set up Stafford for our only try. Um, repeat set, an awesome uh, try-saving effort on Jerome Luai, which yes. I thought was um, yep. which is definitely a standout. So, look, Curdy Mann gets the United Player of the Week this week. Um, I think it was pretty pretty hard to argue. I think he had a, a pretty solid 80 minutes. Yeah, um, very well deserved. Entire game against a very, very, very good defensive side. Mm. I think he was our only real kind of threat and the only sort of person that kind of troubled him for that full 80. So, yep. look, it's hard to pass Kurt up, I think. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, looking at our knighted player of the year, Kurt Mann obviously getting three points. Kalen Ponga with two and Braley with one. Uh, so, that makes the top five. Braley with eight points, uh, eight points also Kalen Ponga, five points Connor Watson, four points Kurt Mann, and three points Bradman Best. So Kurt Mann's actually made his way in the top five with that performance. All right, uh, let's let's uh, let's have a look at the knighted news for this week. Yeah, boys, not a lot on this week. Good. No, I think this is the first. No injuries. I think I've had the report on injury yeah, this week. Yeah, how good so. is it? What the how good is that? Yeah, I almost don't know yeah. what to do. Yeah, yeah. nice change. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. Yeah, it feels a bit strange. Now, look, um, David Clemmer, he was cited by the match review committee. A mm. uh, bit of a high shot on uh, the Panthers winger, Brian Tyo. Yep. Uh, look, he's taken the early guilty plea, as you would. Paid a uh, cool $1,600 fine. He's obviously been named today, so look. He's all sweet. Um, so, yeah, Clem, Clem's going to be facing the Rooters this week. Now, um, in a bit of rugby league news, uh, Henry Perinara. Mm. Um, unfortunately, over his 15 years of officiating, he's actually been suffering with a bit of a heart condition. Okay. Had a bit of an episode on a training run a couple of weeks ago. So, he's obviously had to pull the plug on, uh, on his officiating. So, look, uh, Henry, uh, he officiated 204 first grade games. So not a bad effort since mm. 2011. Um, funny one, 72 NRL games. 
for a few clubs. I don't realize he played for this many clubs. Now he's played for the Warriors, the Storm, yep. Sharks, the Eels, and the Dragons. I didn't realize oh, there was that many. I knew, seven, I knew he had played for a couple of clubs. Games and he's played for that many teams. Seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. So Did what, I say twenty-two he, or seventy-two? Yeah, no, yeah. You said seventy-two. So he must have yeah. like literally played ten games yeah. for each team. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. and here's a here's a now look. I, I always remember that there was Knights fans didn't have the best um, feelings towards Henry. Mm. Now look, since twenty eleven, Henry Perrineau has officiated the Knights twenty eight times, of which we've only won seven games. Wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, didn't have the best record with Henry, unfortunately. Um, it's a weird situation, though. You're like, he's a referee, so a lot, you know, no one loves the referees, yeah. but you kind of do feel for the bloke. No one wants yeah. to go out like that, like you know, with a health condition. No. Uh, so. I I think uh, with that stat you brought up, uh, Link, uh, that you can't really. I think that's a bit deceiving because between 2016 and 2018, we were losing with a lot of refs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah, true. look, I know it's not absolutely. Um, it's not the best sample size. There's obviously a few lean years there. So, um, yeah, I thought it was an interesting stat. Looking at mm. all the other teams, we, we certainly had a uh, – he handed us the most loss anyways in his mm. career. So Yeah, so not much but, for the news but boys, this week. that's it. I'm um, – I'm still getting paid the same regardless. Yeah, yeah, and I still haven't received your first check, so we'll send you um, send you up a couple of Steel Cities instead. How does that sound? Yeah, we'll pay you with pay you with beer. Yeah, I'll hold you to that too. Yeah, I can't get that up here, so <laughs> yeah. I'd appreciate that very much, boys. Cheers. Not a problem. Um, thank you. Don't don't thank us. Thank you very much for for popping in this week. It was, a, it was a quick one, but it was a good one. It was, boys. Let's hopefully we can. Uh, Get on top of the roosters. I saw young Sammy Walker play up here for the Ipswich Jets. He's uh, quite a handful, so let's hope we can mm. shut him down and uh, get back in that winner circle, hey? Fingers crossed. Fingers mm. crossed. Anyway, mate, thank you very much for that. Uh, back to you, Sean. It's more than a game. Thanks for that, Sean. That was good. I like crossing the link. Yeah. Very good man. That Sean Black's not a bad guy either. Yeah, no, that Sean guy's he's okay in my books. Um, now, talking about books, I don't know how that's a segue, but I'll run with it. Uh, that's later. The, yeah. <laughs> the, not, the, ooh, the dirty books. <laughs> or it could, be the, no, it could be a segue. Talking about books and the roosters, they have, you know, many books. Yeah. Um, a lot of them need investigating. Yeah, exactly right. Um, old Tuvi comes out again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, the, the, this game is going to be a tough one. I was feeling confident. Um, I don't know why I was feeling confident, but I was feeling quite confident um, until today. Something about today has just lost my confidence in this mm, in our game against what. the Roosters. I don't know what it is. Maybe I just mm. woke up wrong or, you know, I took a had an annual leave day for a flu shot today. Maybe I don't feel well from my flu shot. Maybe. Mm, maybe that's what it is. All the anti-vaxxers and stuff out there will be like, go and see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're on to you. <laughs> exactly. Um, the Roosters beat the Dragons on the weekend. Um it was it was a scrappy game to begin with. I'm I'm there watching it on the on the old TV, um, and I think in the first minute or something there was like three 
errors in the first minute. It looked like it was mm. going to be a bad game, mm. and then the Roosters ended up smashing them. I don't, I don't know how. So oh. I, and you know, they're missing about forty three thousand players like we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Dragons have lost like strung two losses. Is it two or three losses now? They've yeah, won. considering they quite yeah. convincingly beat us. But in saying that, you know, we did did play quite a long time without Mitchell Pearce. Yeah. Um, talking about Mitchell Pearce again, let's uh, talk about a team list that doesn't involve Mitchell Pearce. Uh, Kalen Ponga at fullback, Stafford right. Toa, and Braden Musgrove on the wing. I'm, I'm liking Musgrove. Yeah. He's, I think he's making that position his own. He is. Um, I would, oh, when, when Edric comes back, which, yeah. which winger do you see moving on? Oh, they're definitely going to put uh, Edric back in. Yeah, so do you see do you see Toa making way Probably for Toa. Edric or I'd say Toa. Yeah, oh, I'd, I'd say Toa, Toa considering he was dropped and he was only brought back in because of the loss of Hunt. Yeah. Um so you would think Toa. Uh Chihuahua and Best in the centers. Mm-hmm. Uh Kurt Mann and Blake Green in the halves. Clemmer and Safidi in the prop. Mm-hmm. Jaden Braley, Mr. Tackle Man. I think he's leading the comp in tackles. Yeah, I don't know. Mr. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Frizzell and Barnett in the second row. Connor Watson at lock. I'm I'm not going to do our usual yeah. um, prediction. I'm going to call it, and Connor's going to start yeah. on the bench. I'm, I'm, See past episodes for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we started off good. We we called like three or four in a row, and then we're wrong ever since. So yeah. no comment this week on that one. Uh, so interchange: Sue, Jasaf, Josh King, and Brody Jones. Let's yeah. see if he uses Kingy this week. Yes. Mm. I, I, did you I, see who's on the extended bench? Yes. I did. Sulo, Crossland, Fitzy, and Tex Hoy. Who are you excited about? Are you excited about Tex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I, I know you're talking about uh, yeah. Fitzgibbon. Yeah. Um, Do you think that's a little bit of mind games there? Do you think I, that he so. did that just to see how he pulls up for the start of the week yeah. and then he'll probably get put in the side and someone will drop yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. as, as you boys know, I go to physio quite regularly after my fractured back I had last year. Mm. Um, my physio actually used to work for the Knights and the Jets um, and he, you know, um, he knows that, you know, the, the whole talk of match fitness and, oh, he's not match fitness yet. We'll give him some match fitness, see how he goes in the lower grades and bring him back up. Mm. Is actually a load of crap. Yeah. Because the sports science and the GPS and GPS tracking and everything they do at training, they can actually test their match fitness at training. Okay. Right. So they don't have to bring them back and go, oh, we'll see how he goes in the lower grades anymore. <sighs> Technology, isn't it? Oh, Great. The, yeah, exactly. So I'm just picturing them running around with their, you know, their iPhone 10s or 43s or 100s, whatever iPhone it's up to these days, yeah. in in their pocket or something. So that's where they're going wrong. They're not using Android. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've got an Android here somewhere. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so what do you make of that team list? I I don't think it's a bad team list. I think if we can bring the defence that we had last week mm-hmm. and combine that with some attack, yep, uh, I think it's a good team list. So maybe they yeah. need to play Kingy. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Mm. Just um, well, every time Kingy comes on, there'll just be like the crowd over there, and you'll just see Dan going, "Yeah, 
Well, that's how you hurt yourself, Kingy. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Premature um, excitement for, yeah. for Kingy. Kingy's number one fan on the. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yep. That, you're going to have Proudly. that tattooed on you eventually, aren't you? Oh, no, I can't stand pain. Con- considering <laughs> how much oh, pain. I was about to say, considering you're in it quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't stand unnecessary pain. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's put, it, put it that way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Stalky. Your matchup. It's um been Key killing it up. killing it each week. Um the man the man Luai matchup I thought was good because that yeah. Stafford Toa try, if you watch the beginning of that, um Kurt Mann ducks under it a head high from Kikau, but then he breaks yeah. a tackle away from Luai. Yeah, yeah, it was um so it was a good so matchup. My matchups actually changed at the um you know, two minutes to midnight. Mm. So well, it was um, actually two past four this week, wasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, but yes, it has changed. Um originally I was gonna go with um Walker and Green because I had the old young line versus old line and mm. green, um I th- you know, to take on Walker's Walker's been on fire, it's really gonna have to step up a little bit. But then I've changed it at the last minute to the one that everybody's probably going to expect because we're all looking forward to it. Yep. And that is Tedesco and Ponga. Exactly. So yeah. you, yep. can't, you can't go wrong with that. Like every time no. they play, it's... Every, every time they play, especially up in Newcastle, um, yeah. you know, the, um, there's that um, replay that keeps getting played where Ponga snaps Tedesco's ankles in the in goal and gets out yeah. the in goal and... It's one Dude. of those great rivalries. It's Coke versus Pepsi. It's Nintendo versus Sega. It's like just those mm. great. Yeah, yeah everyone do, looks forward to it. Do you think that is going to be the New South Wales Queensland matchup? No. 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 That's, I yeah. I I don't know. I don't. I think Ponga's got Brimson in front of him. If I if I'm yeah. completely See, honest, I was going the opposite side. I'm not sure. Like. I was talking more New South Wales. Do you think uh, Tedesco will get the number one? Or I, I think so. Um, mm. As much as I believe um, Pappenhausen is untouchable. I believe, I believe Pappenhausen deserves it at the moment, the way they're both yeah. playing. But uh, let's, let's be honest. A lot of the time, those teams aren't picked on who's playing well and deserves it. It's whoever's did the job in the past. Exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I, I think Teddy's pretty safe, but I don't think Pong is safe. To answer mm. your question, I look forward Very to much. our first Origin show that we did. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, boys, do you, do you reckon that the Roosters are still the wall oil machine that they were in eighteen and nineteen? Um, n- 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, you can never count out the chickens because they're mm. they're a great team and they've been for a long time now. But they've lost Cronk since then. Yeah. He's huge. I don't think he yep. gets the respect he deserves. Um, so I'm going to say probably not. Walker's coming through now. Um, he's great players playing awesome for it, but they've got a yeah. lot of players still missing. Yeah. If 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 Kiri can come back um, and absolute kill it, because I, I I think the last couple of years he's been one of the best players in the comp. So if he can come back um, from his little what is it a head knock problem is that why he's out or is has he got some other injury oh. I, don't, I don't know mm. I don't pay too much attention to the chooks mm. um, but if he if he can come back with, from wherever he is could be in Tahiti I don't know mm. um, if he comes back Sam Walker's got a little bit of extra games under his belt yeah you never know 2022 could be. They, yeah, they could be up there again. They I mean, definitely don't have a um, a dark, you know, disappointing future over the next few seasons. No, they no. look, look on alright. 
Exactly. Um, their, their, their fans aren't going to be staring down the battle of, you know, yeah. three straight wooden spoons yeah, anytime well, soon. And for all seven of their fans, I'm happy for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> seven fans and, and three goats. Am I exaggerating? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. It is that time of the week again where we find out some interesting stuff from Storky in Storky's Stuff. Didn't see you there. How you going, Knights fans? It's uh, welcome to Stalky Stuff for this week. This week, I just wanted to do something a little different and uh, basically talk about some of the autobiographies by some of the Knights players over the years and people associated with the club. So I guess I'll get straight into that. And the first one, which is a very popular one, we put up a little uh, thing online and so mm. many people got back to us saying they yep. love this book and enjoyed it as I did. Uh, when I bought it, I actually bought it for my dad for Father's Day back when it came out, like around about 97, 98, something like that. But it is the Paul Harrigan book. So, oh, get a bit of light off of that. So that Paul Harrigan book, The One Perfect Day, which I think we can all agree with, that was One Perfect Day, mm. um, goes in to talk about the lead up to the grand final, um, basically everything surrounding the day. Um, uh, seasons up to that, a little bit about his um, youth growing up in Newcastle and things yep. like that. Great book, really recommend reading it. So to a lot of other people, um, as we saw online. So get on to that. The next one, a lot of people may not be quite as aware of. So the next one is from the guy that took us to the 97 grand final, and that is Malcolm Riley. So that's his book there. I've only just recently got this book, so I haven't actually read it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, any of you guys heard no, about that one? No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, didn't even know there was one until today, you know, someone suggested it. And I'm thinking, yeah. there you go. Did not know it existed. Someone exist. suggested it? The person sitting in the couch next to you? No, no, no. It was oh. actually, yeah, one of the... Someone on one of the Knights oh, pages. So yeah, it was well, a good read. Yeah, definitely going to be a good read. So there'll obviously be a bit more than just about the Knights in there. Mm -hmm. But um, that's another one in case you're not aware of that one. Something else you can get your... I was going to say wrap something, your eyes around. but Something a little different. Something a little different. Now this one. I'm sure most Knights fans... Never heard of it. Have heard of... Oh, no, haven't never, heard of this never, never heard of that guy or okay. his book. Well, you should probably read this next one then. Mm -hmm. So it is The Two of Me by Andrew Johns. Mm. So this one here is the hardback copy. This is the original one that came out. Um, uh, not long after that, they re-released it in the paperback, which is this one here, which actually has a few added chapters to it. Um, great read. Great read. I'll be surprised if there's many Knights fans that have this book haven't read it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure like you guys, I've oh, read it. I think I've read it 13 times. Yeah, it's a great insight to the man. Um, talks about a lot of the controversies as well. Mm. Uh, really gets an in-depth look into Joey's life, which I think we can all agree on. He seems like a bit more of a private type of guy. Yeah. Like he's like... Um, you know, except for when he's had a couple. <laughs> no, but <laughs> had a serious, few too yeah. many drinks down yeah. at the, uh, the the Burwood or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah a couple Bell. of Steel Cities. Yep. Um, but yes, yeah, so and no, it's a great, great book. I really highly recommend that. As I'm sure, like I said, you guys have read that one mm. as well. So yep. Get on that. Now, one I actually haven't read yet, which I could yeah, not I'm believe. I'm with you. I'm with you. I have not read this yet. I, I own it and I haven't read I it yet. I could not believe I have not read this one because mm. the guy is an absolute champion bloke, as we yep. said earlier. Um, and I've heard good things online from it. So it's the Danny Badiris book. So that one there, the talent is not enough, 
which pretty much sums up like yeah the the grit and determination. Yeah, Denny, Denny, you know, didn't have you know a heap of natural talent. He was just a bloody hard worker. Mm. Yeah, and um, we've had some people online um uh, mention that it's a very inspirational book. Mm. Like um, like we all have a lot of respect for um Denny Badiris on and off the field. But he said that reading this, I believe um, you saw the comment. Yeah, that, yeah, now, yep. I've got to read it now. Yeah, yep. I believe the guy online said that he's um, respects yep, Jace. Him, respects yep. him even more. So, so that's a great read. So I'm going to be getting onto that one very soon myself. The next one is definitely going to be an interesting read. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's a good book. Yeah, it's t- like totally different. Highly recommend. Totally different than the rest of um, the books you've got there, um, uh, which is the Alex McKinnon book, mm. Unbroken. Um, a, lot, a lot of insight to, you know, um, what was going on with him and how he was feeling, you know, in, in, in the hospital after that, yeah. you know, that incident that we don't want to talk about. Yeah, because you can't, you cannot uh, do, like describe how that would feel unless you're in that position. Yeah. So, um, reading the book there, um, or takes it through the highs and lows of mm-hmm. something that um, hopefully um, most of us will never yeah. Have to experience. So yep. that's another really good book. Highly recommend that as well. Now, those autobiographies, a lot of them may not be in print anymore um, because they are fairly old. Um, so I recommend um, hitting up some of your like op shops and things like yep. that because you can pick up. You'll be um, surprised. Yeah, I, that um, Paul Harrigan book is actually a second copy because, like I said, I bought the first one from my dad for Father's Day. So I didn't have a copy myself. So I picked up that one from a um, like a Salvos or something for like mm. three dollars. So they're out there to grab a bargain. They're a great read. Um, but that's pretty. Um, the only other one that I didn't mention, which we don't have, um, yes. which Link was um, has two. He was going to send down to me, but um, must have got busy, you know, finding out. Oh, getting news. busy. <laughs> well, I don't know. But um, <laughs> was the uh, Matty Johns book? Yes. Um, yeah, that does look good. So that looks. Yeah, because he's a funny bloke. That'd be yeah, funny. It'd be a funny read. I think. Yeah, be yep. a funny insight to um, to his life in um, playing in the game. Um, the other ones are just more Newcastle Knights related books. They're yeah. not so much autobiography, yeah. so I'm not going to go too much into them. Um, but you've got Our Town, Our Team, the story of the Newcastle Knights. They're pretty much what we already know. It's yeah. just, you know, each book's written slightly different. Yeah, and it's basically if you're a Knights fan, you want to have them in your collection. It's yep. not something you may look at all the time, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're good to have them. A very, very popular one is the Hard Yards, that which you can good. actually still get at the Knights store. Um, that mm-hmm. one's still available. Yep, I highly recommend that one. Yeah, it's got some great statistics yep. and stuff like that. You've got a great um, picture of um, Stan Stewart. It's old Stan, <laughs> yep. Good old Stanny boy. Uh, yeah, old Sam Stewart on the back. So yep. he's there. And he's um, in his Sydney Morning Herald jersey. He is. Great jersey. <laughs> so, <laughs> and just the last one was the 2001 Premiers. Yeah, um, don't know if it's a collector's item now. Oh, I, d- I don't know. I, d- I don't Not even know sure. how I ended up with it. It just basically runs you through the 2001 yeah. season, game by game by game. And yeah, I don't have I don't have this one, so um, I haven't yeah. come across it um, on my little ventures out collecting night stuff. So yeah, but like you said, it just covers the 2001 season. So yeah, exactly. Bit of a good read there. Some nice yep. coloured pictures. Um, but yeah, that was basically um, just a nice um, short one. But I just wanted to let you know for those of you who enjoy a good read out there, and um, for you know the millennials out there, books are these things that we used to read before um, tablets and things. Yeah, now up. they just read them on that. Yep. <laughs> no, I was just joking. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just want to touch on that. Something a little different. Something a little different. Something a little this week. different. Yeah. So, 
We're back again next week with something else a little different. Yep, I always look forward to something a little different each week. Everyone loves something a little different. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about something a little, um, let's jump into Sean's ball bag this week. Really not that small. Oh, so we're back. Okay. Um, all, all right. Ball bag this week. Um, like I was saying, story's not, not that small. It's, I'll take your word on it. It's average, I've been told. <laughs> anyway, um, let's let's jump in straight into it. Uh, Blake O'Connor this week. Um, well done, Blake. You're getting right into the show. It's good to see. Can we all agree that green is far too slow to lead us to wins in big games? Um. Yes, I, I, I don't think, um, I don't think he was ready to lead the side when he was doing preseason. Well, he wasn't really doing preseason because he was injured, I guess. But, um, when he was coming into this year, he was expected to be Pierce's right hand man. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's trying to steer the ship. Um, I don't think he's doing it that well. I think Kurt Mann is actually outplaying him in the halves. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't. I don't think Green will lead us uh, to wins in big games. Like I was saying before, twenty-three percent or something uh, win rate without Mitchell Pearce. Mm. We want to win any games, let alone a big game. We need Mitchell Pearce yeah. back. Um, if Green and doesn't then, stand up soon, like yeah, that's what I was just about to ask you. There's been a few people online and stuff talking about. Man going into yeah. number seven, and I saw that at first, and I was like, "No, yeah." I was like, "No, nah, that can't happen." But I did yeah. see that Man did play um, in seven while Mitchell yeah. Pierce was and out. And if Green doesn't get better, I'm starting to think I'm awful yeah. giving that yeah, a go. Yeah, well, I'm. I was just about to ask you the question of if Green doesn't start picking his performance up when Mitchell Pierce comes back, does Kurt Man stay six? Would you kick Kurt Man out of six? Oh, to put on. green with Pierce, I'm still, I'm still a part of me really wants to see that green um, Pierce, that combination. Pierce combination. Yeah. But I don't think you can, t- you can't take Kurt Mann yeah. out of the starting lineup. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a hard a tough one. Yeah. Um, all right, Corey Walsh. Hey guys, I made the trip up from Canberra for the first time last home game, and without being disrespectful, was disappointed with the Knights' club shop. Do you think we deserve a better store? First of all, I think um, it's Jane who works in there. Oh, He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Jane's like, unbelievable. Yeah, no matter what the store looks like, she goes above and beyond. Like, She's highly day. highly underrated yeah, at every, the night. Every so time I I'm in there, it's um, yeah, it's good having an old chat to Jane in there. Um, but as far as the actual store itself, yeah, yeah, I agree. You look at, um, I think we could have a much, much better store. You look mm. at just down the street, there's a jet store. And let's be honest, like, I like the Jets, but, you know, let's be honest, they're nothing compared to the Knights, yeah. and their store looks better than the Knights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, I'm going to give you a little bit of insight. I'm not mm. going to say where, uh, who told me, who within the club told me this. Novo. It was. How did you know? <laughs> anyway, Novo's pulled me aside. And, you know, um, when the Centre of Excellence is built, unfortunately, we are going to see a smaller club shop. Those who have been in there, picture it half the size, and that's what you're going to have. Um, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know who makes that decision. That goes. We could have. I don't want to say. You know, a state of the art. You know, um, shop. 
but maybe just what we have now, but brighten it up. Yeah. I just I, want to double check. You said smaller, right? Like it's already very small. Yes. Were you still talking about the club shop, or you would <laughs> we change subjects again? Well, I was talking uh, about the club shop. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. You, had me, you had me worried again. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yes, I did say smaller. Yeah, that's. It's already like, yeah. like don't get me wrong. I love going in there. I'm one mm. of the people like yourself. I'm always going in there. Yeah. I don't necessarily go in there sometimes to buy something. I'll just go in there and go. I wonder if I can find something to buy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those weird people. Uh, yeah. Well, let let's uh, let's go back to a little earlier in the year when I think it was the heritage jerseys when the we were told we could go and no, it wasn't then. It was another time. You and I actually ran into each other at the shop. Crazy. Oh, that was the... Um, what was that? Oh, that was the jersey for the um, the Nines jersey, wasn't it? Was no, no, because I no. don't have a Nines. It, I don't yeah. know. We just both ended up in the shop oh, at the same time. It was when the 2000 and It was when we went jersey. to get our hats. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll just run with that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It was. We went and got the hats and then I used the $20 voucher. Of the, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. Uh, we got there in the end. <laughs> Riveting TV, that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, huge. <laughs> Glad we got well, that the, straight. The Oscars were just on. Nominate us <laughs> next year. We'll smash it. <laughs> um, vote for me for best, best lead actor and you guys can be my supporting Supporting actors. actors. Yep. <laughs> Except for Daniel. He'll be injured. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Here to accept Daniel's world shop. is Medicare. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're in the club shop at the same time. Now there was about th- maybe thirty people yeah, in that at, people. The, at the time. Yeah. Now yeah. you picture that thirty people in a shop half the size. Yeah, mm. it was already really crowded. Like it's just yeah, that's mm. crazy. Yep. Yeah, I just well, think for an NRL um, elite like football team, we deserve better. It's, well, yeah, it should be do. something that people like um, what's the guy, um, gentleman's name here? Daniel? No, Corey. Sorry, um, Corey comes up and. You know, it should be an experience. That's the yeah. first time and, you've gone in there. And exactly. for, for me, I like to go to the shop. I could buy things online and get it sent out, but I like to go into the shop because of where we started this conversation. I love speaking to Jane and the staff mm. that are in there. Yeah. So, yeah, if they make it smaller, that would be very disappointing. Very yeah. disappointing. Um, Daniel, Daniel Peterson. I listen to a lot of NRL and Knights podcasts. He listened to night podcasts. Good work, Daniel. And I've heard that we have re-signed Shibasaki for a further two years. I have no idea where I heard this, but after seeing your post today, I uh, don't remember what that post was. Uh, oh, there you go, about submitting questions. I thought I'd ask you um, if you know anything about it. Um, I, I do, unfortunately. Um, now, a good mate of ours, Lincoln, at the Knighted, um, on the 1st of April, I don't know if you know what the 1st of April is, but it's a day for mm. chucking out a few jokes. I've heard of it. Mm. I've heard, you've heard of it? Very good. Anyway, it was a it was an April Fool's joke. Um, I think we shared it. So maybe maybe you saw it um, when when we've shared it on our page. Um, maybe maybe that's where you got it from. Um, but I've no. seen people online talking about it and stuff as well. So Have you? It was like one mm. of the best... Best pranks going, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I saw it on the Mighty Night site. People talking about <laughs> it too. So, so to answer your question, Daniel, no, he hasn't. It was an April Fool's joke. Good work, Lincoln. Yeah, we'll ban him from doing any of this yeah. next year. <laughs> next season, you, don't do that again. You made it too believable. You're fired. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, this is this is probably our best mate. Our best mate, ah, Doug. Doug Carney. Doug. Old Doug. Yeah. Well, I don't know how old he is. You, you you don't know through email. 
Um, oh, ask for a picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, thank Cat, you. He doesn't actually have a picture online, does he? It's like just a picture of a Holden or something. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Or a remember. car or something. Yeah, Not really a car. I, I, I think so. I, I don't know. Even if you ask for a picture, you've got the danger of the catfish. Oh, uh, yeah. I was, I was more thinking of, you know, uh, can you send me a selfie and it ends up being a... Wow. Whoa, anyway. Okay. Um, couldn't help but notice the young fella on the end with the broken wing. I assume that's you. Yeah. Mentioned being prematurely excited by the wind the other week. Tell him if it doesn't hurt after it, he is doing it wrong. Keep up the good work, young lad. Uh, shall we? Shall we take that as a comment? Yeah, that was more of a statement than a question. But um. it was. But I saw. I saw that, and I had to. I had to read it out to you. Um, yeah. Yeah, nah. So yeah, Dan. Yeah, you're clearly doing something wrong in the old um, pleasuring of the self. Oh yes, yes. Well, now I. Thank, thank you for the comment, Doug, but uh, I can assure you that it was actually me getting up off the bathroom floor and made me throw my shoulder oh, around. When That's... you did your hemi. Yes. Oh, of yeah. course. But, yep. these, but these things all link together. Mm, what mm. were you doing on the bathroom well, floor yeah. after the hemi? Hey, we're watching you. <laughs> we're watching you. Yeah. Um, well, as, I, as I said, we'll take that as a comment. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, talking about watching Dan, um, thank you again for watching us for another week. Uh, talk shit and a little bit of football. Um, yeah. We hope you come around next week and listen to us talk shit and a little bit of football. Anyway, don't just have a good night. Have a Newcastle night. Like brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a sea, we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end we will fight. Sing long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights for the red. And the blue till the end we will fight Singing long live the Newcastle Knights